I'm back with a brand new series called Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits. Check out Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits on Lifetime every Thursday night. Check your local listings. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace, and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before, and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Hey Spirit. I had the absolute pleasure of sharing my gift with Hannah Brown. You might know Hannah from The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. So, you know, it does kind of make it a little difficult sometimes. You know, when you have someone that lives such a public life and they come into something like this, I don't know anything about the people. I still keep that. And it's so hard because especially that there was some things that were brought up in Hannah's reading that were public that I did not have any knowledge about. It's so hard. But that is how you have to love spirit. That even though Hannah lives a very public life and has been very open about the things that she's been through in her life, spirit did an amazing job of giving Hannah the peace, comfort, strength, and validation of God in an afterlife in this episode of Hey Spirit. So I hope you guys all find the peace and the comfort and can feel how Hannah can start to feel and heal from this reading. God bless, guys. Well, first of all, I want to take this opportunity to thank you uh, for allowing me to share my gift with you today, but more importantly, for the listeners. It's kind of hard, especially when someone lives their life in the public eye. So I just want to first off start by saying, like, I know that you're from The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, and it's because my daughter, Victoria, is obsessed with you, completely obsessed with you. And I know you wrote a book recently, yes. God Bless This Hot Mess. And I was like, oh, I love that title. I'm always very honest and very transparent uh, about my readings. People really don't understand, like, it's actually harder for me to read someone if I know something about them. I don't really know a lot about anything. And I okay. love that innocence of who I am. Mm -hmm. and, and I choose to continue to live my life like that because it's almost like my own little bubble of innocence. 
Mm-hmm. Like literally I live in a world rainbows and Skittles when I work. <laughs> I and I say that to you because if something is going to come up, please don't take it for granted. Oh, well, that was in the media or that please don't take things for that, that for granted or that I would, I would know that okay. because it, ju- it, it just isn't so. Well, wait, are you on a spiritual journey? I definitely. Yeah. Okay. Cause I'm just going to say this to you. I, I have angel cards and something made me pull a card this morning before the reading. And I picked this card. It's spiritual growth. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's odd. And I was like, oh, I wonder if that has to do with my readings today. Hmm. So So. I definitely have been. And I talk, like I have, like this is like a dream come true for me from a child because I always, I'm from a very like Southern upbringing Mm -hmm. and anything that wasn't, you know. Normal. Normal. I wanted to know if I could, like you just saying that, like be able, like, are are they, are the angels watching me? Are they like, can I communicate? Okay. I'm going to read to you the meaning of the spiritual growth card because there's no such thing as a coincidence. I don't do this. I don't, I don't pull angel cards before someone's reading. This is the first time that I've ever, ever done that. And it says, you are going through a time of rapid spiritual growth. Enjoy the process. And it's saying during this time, you may feel a mixture of many feelings, confusion, excitement, fear, and wonder. You love your renewed connection with the divine and you wish you could read, study, learn, or meditate on a full-time basis. Or like you want to learn so much at one time. And what this is just saying is that you can do it and don't worry about what your spirituality, how it affects maybe jobs, a marriage, friendships. These worries create a fear that may erode the enjoyment of your spiritual studies and the, the peace that it brings you. So it's surrender these fears to God and trust it. Trust that you are supported, loved, and guided each moment. Don't worry about how your future will blend with your spiritual growth. Trust that the same power that brought you to your spiritual path will also take care of everything else for you. After all, this power supports all the planets in the sky. It will surely support you perfectly too. So without even knowing and pulling that, like, I firmly believe that there is no such thing as a coincidence. I believe timing is always everything. If you wanted to have this experience two years ago, five years ago, whatever it is, it might not be that beneficial because of your spiritual growth or where you are spiritually. And, Mm -hmm. and every, every time I say that to someone, they're like, you know what? You're right. That's, I needed this right now. So today is about healing. It is about your loved ones giving you the gift of healing to be able to let go of all of the pain, sorrow, loss, grief, whatever it is to be able to truly heal. Who is the grandmother for you that, that, that is departed is I want to go to your dad's side of the family. Your dad have a lot of loved ones that are departed for him. Yes. They just had me write grandmother and then wrote dad. So I wanted to go to your dad's side of the family. Mm-hmm. There's like so many souls over there. And I feel like they're all like trying to bust through, but I feel <laughs> this strong mother presence. Do you know someone that actually took their own life or know of someone? Yeah. I feel newly. So for me, newly departed is within two years and she look, spirit will take responsibility for that passing for many different ways, but she actually told me that she took her own life Mm -hmm. intentionally. And that's very, very rare. 
like she's so strong and she's so vibrant. Mm -hmm. And she says, that is the memory of me that I want people to remember is how vibrant. I mean, I look at her like her clothing, like just the way she's like, she illuminates this beauty. But yet when I get into her soul, there's such a sadness, such a sadness. And I, I said to her, I said, I, I said, I don't think I've ever seen, like, I would never think, because usually souls, when they take their own life, they'll say, I struggled for many years, or people tried to help me. I did this, I did that. And everyone, and it was almost like, I feel like I can, because she looked at me and she goes, can you believe I died? I go, no, I can't believe you died. So whether if that's the way everyone feels, do you know her family? Or did you just speak to someone connected to her? I keep asking her how she died. And she literally looked at me and she said, Teresa, she says, you would never believe it if I told you how I died. She had me write 9-11 and then had me write fall. So I don't know, like, it's almost like, I feel like she's showing me reels of 9-11 of people passing away. And I, I don't know how to connect that. But do you understand that? I just feel weird that I'm getting this. Souls of the departed will use any window of opportunity to get a message to someone if they need to. Do you understand that? So this is why I felt removed. Does that make sense? I feel removed, but connected to a Miss USA, Chesley Christ. She committed suicide recently and I was... You know her? I've met her once, but we're very connected. It has been something that like really affected me for multiple days to the point like. All right. I'm going to, I literally feel like nauseous and like, I'm going to throw up. Like that's how powerful, because I said to her, what is this? She kept showing me clips of 9-11 and I'm like, I don't understand that. And the clips actually started when I said 9-11 and was the people when they were jumping out of the buildings. Yeah. And I said, but she said to me, she goes, you are never going to believe what happened and how I died. Oh my God. She jumped. Yeah. Do you know her family? I don't know her family, but I have like, I'm very close to people that were very close to her. She um, made me feel like Teresa, this is so raw. That I, I'm going to say this to you. She made me feel like you were the person that would understand if she came through. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because she keeps showing me her handwriting. And I feel like that you, I don't know if you thought about something that she, that she said to you or a con- last conversation or conversations that you had. The only conversation we really had was she was, she interviewed interviewed me about my book coming out because she worked for extra and she was the person who did my interview. And that was the first time we had met, but we like, you were connected somehow. We were connected. So it was like, Oh my gosh, we both knew about each other. I was just so impressed with all that she had done. We just have like a lot of mutual, really wonderful people in our lives, but she was talking to me about my book did she talk to you about sadness? I talked about. Because <gasps> my- I just said to her, I go, listen, I go, you have to. I mean, this only happened 
I'm starting to become emotional. Know that it's not my emotion. It's her emotion. This just happened. Mm -hmm. This literally just happened. And I said to her, I said, you have to validate for me that this is, is you. And I need you to validate this for Hannah, that this is what's happening. And she said, we talked about the sadness. And I feel like, I don't know if this was behind the scenes, if this really wasn't something that, or whether the conversation, you guys had a separate conversation after, but she made me feel like you connected with her on that level of sadness. In my book, I've, like I said, I've struggled with deep sadness coming from expectations and what people think okay. I'm supposed to be. And she, ju she just said, you're not like me. What I had was completely different. What did this say in this card? Th th these are the things that freak me out about what I do. This card about spiritual growth. What mm -hmm. did it say? Trust the power that brought you to your spiritual path. Do not focus on what others may think. What impact will your new spiritual pursuits have on your job, marriage, or friendships? These worries create a fear that may erode the enjoyment of your spiritual studies that bring you the peace that you deserve. There was this connection where you almost felt that you understood each other. Like, or you, when you were talking to her, you felt, oh, someone that gets it. Somebody that understands how I feel. She says, yeah. but you, that's where it stopped. You didn't have what I had. Does that make sense? I guess I was really struggling after she passed because I'd been in a place never like really thinking I would take my own life, but that deep sadness, but mm -hmm. feeling like I couldn't. Where do I go from here? Yeah. You know, like I have everything I've, I, mm -hmm. I've done all the things that should make me happy, but I'm not, I almost feel bad that I am the person that is connecting to her because like, I don't, I Listen. know the people in my life are hurting so bad that like know her and look, there has to be this reason for that. There has to be a reason for this. Mm -hmm. this is something that would not be public where people would not know that you were so connected to her or felt this way. Is that correct? Yeah. I guess my question, or I don't know if I can ask, but like. You can ask. If, if I don't get anything, I'll be honest and say I didn't get anything. It's just, it seemed like, like for me, and maybe this is like how our situation was different. Like I always felt like I I'm very, um, like a very open book. Like, even though mm -hmm. I, you know, always wanted to succeed, have had these successes and things like I still could tell people, I like reached out for help a lot. Sometimes when I get the help, it took a lot, mm -hmm. but that it was just so sudden and nobody had any idea. And I'm like, I just hurts me to know that she didn't feel like she could tell anyone. And I think that's what hurt me, like my, mm -hmm. my feelings of why it like lingered for so long of like really couldn't do much for two days um, Wow, was because I just was like, oh, like I know what that sadness feels like, but to know that I couldn't 
say why why like why couldn't she let people help her really it made me sad for her that pain to have Mm -hmm. you just answered your own question why is she coming to me why would it why would this happen you just said this is someone who you just met right Mm -hmm. it wasn't you were best friends with her fair enough but you had Mm -hmm. a lot of common things Mm -hmm. but you were paralyzed for two days because of her death and she's saying I get the sadness we understood each other on this on a on a certain level but you are nothing like me the ability of being able to talk about it she had me write when you were writing my, and I'm just going to use this term. You have to understand spirit uses certain words to get me to feel and to sense something. She made me feel like, like her quote unquote demons, mm-hmm. which she felt were so deep and for so long. And she says, I did try. And this is just my symbol. Now you might not understand this, she, when spirit shows me a medication bottle and they throw it against the wall, that's my symbol for that they either were on a medication, didn't work, stopped taking a medication, took it improperly, didn't follow up. These might be things that nobody, you know, nobody else knows, but she immediately had shown me that. So whether it was something that she didn't do, and it was almost like she made me feel like I just wanted to be free from my own body. And I didn't know how to do that. I wanted to be free. Mm. So I think that I just asked her, what is a message for Hannah then? And she says, I want her to know that she is a million times more stronger than she thinks she is. And that she has grown so much and is, it's almost like you feel I've grown stronger and I'm stronger, but I'm really not. And she's like, you are, you just have a lot more on your plate, whether if it's expectations, whatever it may be. She says, the only thing she like kind of looked at me with this smile, this smirk and said, the only thing you should be worrying about is what an amazing mom you will be. So whether that means that's something you were thinking about, will I ever be a mom? I'd love to be, but whatever it is, fair enough. Yeah. Some people struggle with, I don't know if I could ever be a mom or. I think I've been struggling lately thinking, you know, when you grow up in a smaller town, everybody's having babies, getting Mm -hmm. married. And I've been like, oh, I don't know. (laughs) I thought I wanted that, but I don't know. Perfect. And, but 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 then I'm like. But people are always like, Hannah, like, you're going to have children. And I'm like, I think so. But I want, I literally had this conversation yesterday with somebody about like. Yeah. How would I know that? I don't know. <laughs> this is what she's trying to point out in saying that you're putting way too much pressure on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's like you I I don't mean to sound so cliche, you know, the world is your oyster. Whatever you choose to do in your path, you're going to be successful as long as you love, honor, and respect yourself. I got to tell people, I'm like, I know that these things will happen. It's just sometimes on the path, I'm like, 
I don't know how, <laughs> but I do believe that. But I do definitely put pressure on myself and let fear of what what if it doesn't? And I think that comes from maybe my upbringing too. The thing is, what you feel is normal. Yeah. Who is the mother figure for you that is departed? So, you know, I was so young, um, but I loved my mama and my aunt. So it might be my aunt Lily okay. or my mama or my grandmother. There are four, there are four of them there. Okay. There are four like mother energies that step forward. I don't know how old you are, but I feel like your aunt's telling me she's like, she had to grow up so fast. Like, or always had to be more than your age. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think my family was really broken after. So my dad lost, like you said, like so many tragedies happened, really. It completely broke the family. The yeah. family was never the same, never the same after that and no. will never be. And there is still that part of your dad's soul that is so broken yeah. from it. And she says, even though uh, she makes me feel like that justice was served, but it really wasn't served. Yeah. So however you can interpret that. And, sh and then she looked at me and she said, now I, unfortunately, you know, unfortunately I read and have channeled many people that have been murdered. And mm -hmm. usually they will say, sometimes it'll be like, they'll show me a murder suicide or it was a spouse or it was over something. And she just looked at me and she said, it was no rhyme or reason. It yeah. was just a desperate act that took our lives. And she made me feel like, I don't know. Oh my God. I don't even know if I, I don't know how to say this. I don't even know. <laughs> it's not up to me to determine on what spirit chose me. And she makes me feel like she says, I can even look back on what happened and said, if I did something differently, maybe we wouldn't have died. She said that. Yes. Cause I, I, I'm struggling with this because she put me, I'm going to show you what she put me in, what she did. She put me in a car and I'm, I want to also explain to you, Hannah, this is why I feel that I'm good at what I do is because mm -hmm. I do not filter or try to figure out what spirit is having me say. She put me in a car and switched my seat. When spirit does that, that's my symbol for that Somebody carries a survivor's guilt or there's something on if we didn't change plans or if we did something differently, I never would have died or this never would have happened. And that we feel in some way, shape or form that this passing could have or should have been prevented. But she says, then I feel like in a sense, I look back and say, if I did something different, maybe this wouldn't have happened. Let's hypothetically say if she didn't go out that day or she's showing me one of my doctors, she was taking groceries out of her car and she was randomly stabbed and left for dead in her driveway, but she crawled to her neighbor's house and she, she survived. So she's showing me that I've never seen that in a, in a reading before. So I don't have a full meaning for it. So I am going to say like, if it was something different, like if she didn't stop at the store or like go that way home or 
Well, I did, did she not know the person that killed her? Cause she says to me, I didn't know who the person was. I almost feel shocked. Like, what are you doing? Or what are you doing here? Does that make sense? Yeah. Like he wasn't supposed to be there at all. Yeah. Okay. But, got it. Yeah. So I, I, cause I'm trying to understand of, okay, I got it. Uh, was this in her house? Yes. Cause I just said to her, I go, I'm trying to piece this together. And she made me feel like, so, cause she literally just said to me, Teresa, if you go in your house and you hear something and you're like, there's someone in the house that shouldn't be, you leave. But I guess she recognized him. was like, what are you doing here? What are you doing? It's, it's almost like she's showing to me, like if I didn't confront them, maybe mm -hmm. I could have escaped. I've never had anything like this of her showing me and saying, if I didn't do this, I might still, we still might've survived. But it was like confusing to me. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all carry around different stressors. Some are big and some are small, right? But at the end of the day, when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You know, therapy just isn't for people who experience major trauma. Therapy, I find for myself, is great for learning positive coping skills and also how to set boundaries. And it has empowered me in the best way to be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HeySpirit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HeySpirit. Was someone hit in the back of the head? I don't. What did she, because usually when spirit makes me feel a tragedy and then they hit me in the back of the head, it means that the soul immediately left the physical body, which means that, even, you know, like they didn't feel or didn't suffer to their death. I mean, he ended up brutally murdering all of them and she tried to. She fought. She fought, but she did fight and he was in her purse and my mom, we, like my mom just like, if she wouldn't have. <sighs> said anything if she would have turned around if she would have you know we don't know but we we know but, how she's feisty like she was always very feisty so it didn't okay so know. can I say this fair enough 
Hannah, no one would know what your mom said. Is that correct? No. Said like, okay. Because I asked her, I said, if this is something that was public knowledge or that people would know about, I said, you have to give me things that nobody would know about. Mm -hmm. And that's when she showed me this whole scenario of walking in and being like, hey, like if I would have just left, she literally was like, Teresa, if you walked into your house and you heard something and knew that no one was supposed to be there, what would you do? You would leave. But it was almost like, hey, because that's why I, she, I didn't understand because, and why she had me say to you, most of the times, a lot of times murders are, they know the person that murdered them, but usually it's a spouse or a friend or someone that really, really close. I feel like I knew them, but I didn't really know them. Like I knew them. Yeah. Like I, whether if they were, if she, if they, the person worked for her, like she showed me like a guard, like I'm just using this as an example. Like if they worked on the grounds of my house or like if they were like a gardener or something, right? Like, you know, when it's like, oh, you want to come in, you want to use the bathroom? Sure. Of course. Right. Yes. So valid. And and I'm going to say this. I don't know if she was not supposed to be home at that time. Is that correct? Because I said to her, I go, why do you keep making me feel like this, uh, this was, uh, I go, you're showing me that you were murdered, but it was a freak thing that happened. Cause she goes, I wasn't, I don't, she made me feel like his intent was not to go to the house to kill her. No, it wasn't. Okay. It was. A f- it that's was- why she made me feel like a freak thing that happened. It's just something that turned into, and she looked at me. And she said, please tell my brother that I know that he says there is no amount of remorse that will ever take away that pain. She says, and I am so sorry. She says, but then I feel like this is her. Like I would do, like I would protect my family. I would protect my things. Like this is who I was. This is, and it's almost like I see her. I don't know how to interpret this and please forgive me for describing such a, a, an, an intimate moment. I, cause all she keeps saying to me is all I kept saying is you are not going to take my family over my dead body. And I, she shows me her laying over the children. So I don't know if there was something where there was this protection or this is how they were found. I think it is also her just validating that she did fight and did fight to protect the entire situation. Do you know if the kids came in after? I think so. I go, well, where were the kids? And sh- I, I, I feel this confrontation with this person, and then I hear the kids running in after. Mm-hmm. And I feel he was very scattered in the moment, the person yeah. that murdered them, very scattered. Like It's almost like she's like, he didn't know what to do. It was almost like, he I don't know if he did stab, or but I feel like he was like stabbing me and then he would go over here and he would do this and then go back and forth. And it was just like, it just wasn't focused <laughs> on one. And I was like, I've never seen anything like that. She goes like, Teresa, she was like, I literally felt like I was in a movie. It happened so fast. And I never thought in a million years that we were actually going to die. Yeah. I don't know if he like left the room and then came back in. She made me feel very still on the floor. And I, I, it's almost like I can feel like my heart beating. And then, and I just hear this, I feel this scatteredness to him. And then all of a sudden she made me feel like that peace came over us. Yeah. And it's almost like, 
your dad and I, she makes me feel like you, you were young when this happened. You remember that moment as if it happened yesterday. Yeah. She just, now this is the crazy thing. Your screen has frozen. Your screen. Yeah. Okay. Now you came and it's like, I could not see you. I could not say, but she made me feel like as she's having me describe these moments, it's almost like you went right back into that. Like that, this happened like 20 years ago and you went like in your mind, you went right back to that. And I said to her, why are you showing me this? She says, Teresa, this, I need Hannah to leave all that trauma there. She says, the reason why this is happening today is because we need Hannah to leave all of the suffering, the tragedy in that moment. Yeah. She says, I need you to know that our souls are safe and at peace with God. This is why it was important that she was showing me grandparents, whether they're her grandparents, I see uncles. There are so many loved ones on the other side that they are all surrounded by. And she says, I need you because you went back to that moment. I need you to leave all of that memory there. Do you also try to visualize what they looked like? What they looked like then or when they were murdered? Because if there's ever a vision of anything, she says, I need you to replace it with that picture of how we're perfect and beautiful and happy. Well, she I says, saw them after because they had open casket and it was really traumatic for me. We need to replace it with this picture of them being healthy and happy. Because from the moment our souls left the physical body, we left all of that behind. She says, she literally looked at me and said, I am begging her to do this. She says, and I want you to know, this is why, Teresa, in the very beginning, before you even knew who died, or Hannah even hoped to connect with today, that she knew that just because she wasn't sensing and feeling us as much as she used to doesn't mean that we're not with her or that we're not okay. It's actually the opposite. That vision, whatever it is, replacing it with that picture. Now, were there still either stuffed animals or blankets or childhood things that your dad still has or the family still has? Yeah. My job is just to make sure that I interpreted the information correctly. And I literally feel like that you're cousins it's a boy and a girl mm-hmm. they were like look at this and they're like taking these teddy bears and they're like throwing them in my face and like throw it up so it's just to get my attention to say they still have these things because I asked for a validation that I interpreted it correctly yeah and wanting you to realize Hannah that there's a difference in when we let go of negative emotions burdens visions whatever they are when we let go of these things it doesn't mean that we're letting go of them It means that we're letting go of the things that do not serve us a purpose, that are not giving us the ability to heal. Well, that was when I was little. Like, I hate, like, I, we kept some of their things because we had to go back to the house and clean it. It was, and I hate, like, I think I felt bad because I, it was really hard. Like, my brother would still play with, he was so young, so he didn't. He didn't understand. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was really traumatic, really traumatic. And I 
that like I had to take stuff of Robin's, but I needed it to be like in a closet. Like I would sometimes like peek on it, but it, it saddened me. It made mm-hmm. me sad because they were both my me and my brother's age. So Oh my God. It made me scared that it would happen to me, you know. Mm-hmm. You you didn't bring those things with you, is that correct? No. You okay. That's fine. I just asked them for a validation, especially being that this is their death is public. Nobody knows though about the things that were kept, correct? I talked about the Legos. But okay, but not about like a te- like about their real personal things that you've kept and that yeah. just because we let go of these things doesn't mean that we let go of them and their memory. Yeah. And nobody knew what the right thing was to do. Because it's almost like your aunt makes me feel like your dad is still paralyzed in a sense from it. She just said to me, she goes, Teresa, she goes, this happened like 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so 20 years of trauma, of sensing and fit, right? You've been carrying this. It's time to fully be able to let that go and to know that, that it's okay Yeah. to let that go. But more importantly, but you have to let go of all the fear that comes along with it. The fear now I understand about also the children. Yeah. So knowing to release all of that fear of being able to be one and okay with oneself of what has happened, has transpired, and knowing that she just looked at me and said, we would never be upset because our death became so public. Okay. Did, so did, did, did you make it public? I mean, it was public in the past, but yeah, I talked about how it, in my book, just kind of how it affected me. And Okay. This is the amazing thing because she just said to me, because of, she, li- I have never seen this before. She sh- literally showed me this scroll, scrolls and scrolls. She goes, do you see all of these prayers that we received because it was so public? So don't ever feel bad about that. It was a a blessing. Okay. She says, and it might also make someone think twice. Like even now, by her, I cannot believe the, how amazing it was, how she made me feel like maybe someone will walk into their house and hear something. Maybe they are being robbed or something's going on. And instead of going in to investigate what it is, they'll leave because they listen to this podcast. Yeah. Did your dad have to settle everything with, was she married at the time of her death? Yes. Okay. And he's still here in the physical world? Yes. Okay. So she says, even though she made me feel like that your dad still had to handle a lot of things for the family. Yeah. So know that she says, I want to take this opportunity to thank him because I know how difficult it was and that he made all of the right choices and decisions. And I want to thank him for 
doing the best that he could at that time with the strength that he had. I feel like that. Did you release something in memory of them? <laughs> yeah. So know that the souls attended it in spirit. I don't know why I keep seeing this swing set. Is there like, there's something about a swing set. I don't know if they, if you can connect specifically with the swing set or if there was a park or something done at the children's school in memory of them. I think there was. Okay. It just validates that the souls are at peace and have continued to grow on the other side. Okay. And more importantly, safe with God. And there's this thing of where she has this strength to her. It's somewhat in a unique way. I almost feel that she was proud of how she died because she fought. Does that make sense to like her personality or who she was? From what my mom and dad say about her, like, yeah, for sure. Now, did you still celebrate their birthdays? At birthday parties, when you said mm -hmm. things, you know, we would get balloons, um, but we couldn't take them in the car. So my mom would always ask if we wanted to give our balloons to Robin and Trent. So we would oh. release them into the sky. So, yeah. So know that it is their way of thanking your mom for including them in the birthdays. Because they made me feel like every time, like they made me feel like you celebrated their birthdays. Yeah. So no. And again, there are things that nobody else would know about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Validating. And I think that it's not only validating for you that the souls are safe and at peace with God. It's so much more than that. It's about you being able to release the fear, the burdens, the sadness, whatever it is, and let it all go and not to feel guilty about that. I can't even get over the fact of when she was describing moments of what happened that day, it was almost like she put me inside you and it was like, you were right back in that moment. Yeah. And, and she was like yelling at me going, you tell her to leave it all there, leave it all there. And I was like, what are you talking about? I don't understand it. And I couldn't even see you because the screen was frozen. And I know that that was her doing that. Because yeah. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be able to see that, right? And there would be no way that I would know that that's what you were doing. But she knows, they know, and it validates the strength, the way that they're loving, guiding, and encouraging you and insisting that you release all of that. And I'm just going to use the, the word tragedy. We're going to leave all of that tragedy in the past. Were you going to carve their names in something or I first saw like a piece of wood and then like their names like burned in the wood, but then I actually saw like a script of like handwriting. So I don't know if they're on bricks or if it's in yeah. stone. At their house, their handprints and their names, um, cause they had just, that house had just been finished. Oh my God. So their handprints were there and I, yeah, like everything I can just like remember so much of like me walking up to the house and seeing that and it being just so like okay. real because they were, Robin was my age, Patrick and my brother. Mm -hmm. So yeah, their hand prints being okay. in the. 
So driveway. You still remember that. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. So when that happens, you are immediately to stop and replace it with something empowering, replace it with maybe a memory of you guys playing together. Maybe it is something from this reading of them saying that our souls are free. We're at peace with God. Yeah. Visualizing that picture. And it's so important. Do you feel that you're forced to remember it? I don't know what this means or to go over it or to feel the feelings from it. Because they just said to me, you don't have to feel the feeling that you felt that day. Yeah. I think my dad, he kind of, after that, just made us so scared that something would ha- could happen because it's like, like the unimaginable happened. Right. And mm-hmm. So I guess I get, you know, a little bit scared that if I don't pay attention to what's around me or like, you know, if I get too comfortable that like, that your world is going to be ripped up. Yeah. And I even love in the very beginning of the reading when I st- when we started just chit-chatting, it was like if this happened 2 years ago, it would not have the effect that it would today. Yeah. Yeah. And I am obsessed with the card of spiritual growth that I picked before your reading. Yeah. I feel such an honor and a privilege and the fact that you trusted me with the souls of your departed loved ones mean the means the absolute world to me. And I can feel how I, you feel a little bit lighter, mm-hmm. a little bit lighter. And you know what? I'll take that. And the fact that that young girl came through today. I know. I think that's the only thing that's still like, I'm like, what, like, I can't believe, like, not can't believe, but I'm just like me, you know? I, yeah. But what? there might not be anyone else. Yeah. Spirit does look for any window of opportunity to get a message through to someone. And this might not be for, and I don't, I believe that this message was strictly for, to help you on your journey and to give you the strength and encouragement to say, you are stronger than you think. Mm -hmm. You got this. You're going to do this. And I am so proud of you. I'm very thankful. I'm going to leave you with this last thought. Just so you know, I only channel souls that walk in God's white light. Mm. There are times that I've seen souls and I could see them, but I can't feel anything from them. I can't hear anything from them. It just means that I can't lower my vibration that low. Mm. Yeah. And that soul still has to learn more lessons. Yeah. So the fact that... She left the physical world in a tragic way. And so not that long ago. No, like maybe a little over a week ago. To be able to give you that little message and validation of faith and hope. Yeah. God does work in mysterious ways. Mm-hmm. So I want to thank you again, Hannah, for giving me the honor of sharing my gift with you. And I hope this experience helps you and brings you the peace and comfort that you've been searching for at this time. Hold up. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. My name is Hannah Brown, and I live in Santa Monica, California. I was so excited to be able to get to meet Teresa, and the reading was really wild, but cool and also comforting to be able to connect with loved ones, and it was just an experience that I feel so grateful to have. I think it just helped solidify how I have been feeling in my own intuition. I think sometimes I've questioned this journey that I've been on. So to have her pick up on that just helped give me that encouragement to continue on this path of just exploring the gifts that I feel like God has given me and leaning into the path that he has for me. When Teresa brought up Chesley, I was just really shocked because we weren't super close, but mutually had so many uh, people that were close to us both. So there definitely is a connection there. And we had talked not too long before her passing for the first time. And I think that was the part that was just so weird to me because I know a lot of people who are really hurting, even though I was for some reason, maybe for this reason, like, deeply affected by it, even by not knowing her, but the people around me have been really affected by it. So it was just kind of surreal that I had that experience. I think just being able to connect with my aunt and my cousins was just really special to me. And it's kind of given me some peace. My mom was like, oh my gosh, you got, you got read by the, like the medium. She was like the Long Island medium. And I was like, I know it's so cool. So yeah, just super grateful for the experience. Hey guys, if you're loving Hey Spirit and my new series on Lifetime, Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits, you might love my live show, Teresa Caputo Live. Check out my website at teresacaputo.com for tickets and to see if I'm in a city near you.